Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I, I would have gone with, I would call it just kind of a cream color with perhaps some frill to those uh, shams on those pillows. Would that work? No, I don't think it would work with our decor, our color scheme. You know, the hero color, i.e. the feature color, mm. is violet. So I don't know if the cream was going to work with the lounge couches that we had set up. I, I was thinking more along the lines of lavender. Are you okay? Maybe, right. maybe, I'll tell you what. Maybe lavender, uh, you know, a little navy in there. Let's get together with the design team later. We'll okay. storyboard this whole thing. It is Canty and Carlin <laughs> on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus in our spot. Kenty and Carla. I know. I feel like we're, 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 we're guest starring, right? <laughs> like making a special appearance on Canty and Carla. Is Canty and Carla? We are fired up to be here. We've got a jam-packed show over the next several hours. We're going to preview this. What I can only describe as an impending debacle, two on two between Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, and Jay Will and Keyshawn Johnson tomorrow. That will take place at the Seaport. Fear at the Pier, I think we should be calling this. That's the appropriate name for it, because when we had Aaron Dolan on our show, we set the over-under for injuries at one and a half. Exactly. And we both took the over. Yes, we so, did. So that just lets you know what we can come to expect tomorrow. But here's the thing, Carlin, and I know we're going to have Alan Hahn on later in the show, mm. but can we start with the Barton Hahn versus everybody? Can we stop with that? Like, I'm over it. Like, yeah. they tagged me in the... The hype video, Barton Hahn versus everybody, and they've got all of the ESPN radio personalities that are not giving them a shot in this. It's not that we don't think that they're decent athletes. It's just that they're going up against a guy that used to be in the NBA, and he was the number two overall pick. A guy who at Duke won a national championship and player of the year. We're not giving you a shot because this guy can actually play basketball and you probably can't. Let's, let's be honest for a second. This is your Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. When it's Bart and Han versus everybody, it's really Bart and Han against common sense. That's what we're dealing yeah. with in this instance. So we will get into that all. It is alarming some of the things that we are seeing leading up to this event tomorrow. Some of the actions of some of the participants alarming Alan will join us later to really help preview it and flush out what we're going to see tomorrow, which hopefully does not include any major injuries. We will also get plenty into the NBA Finals and this matchup that I am excited for, yet I feel very similar to how I did with the Eastern Conference Finals, except playing the role of the Miami Heat in these NBA Finals <laughs> will be the Boston Celtics. We'll wow. get to all of that. but. Uh, you and just uh, early this morning, as we connected for our pre-show meeting, you were just you came out of the gate firing guns blazing, so to speak, with <laughs> what was uh, just a, an incredibly hot take out of your weekend. And then, once you think about it, it's really not all that hot of a take, and it clearly troubled you. So please, Mister Canty. Take the floor. Yeah, so I got to break all of this down, big fella. So we know I was in Chicago for the long weekend. The, the, the motivation or the biggest reason why we were in town 
was to nail down all of the final details for our wedding, which is going to be happening later this summer. I'm marrying a girl from the south side of Chicago, so appropriately we've got to make sure that the wedding and the themes and all those things have all of the Chicago touches, as it should be. But after we got past that the first couple of days, it was more about family and fun and just enjoying the long weekend, celebrating Memorial Day. We all know the reason why we have the extra day uh, to that long weekend. Uh, but but it was one of those situations where you just want to kick back and have fun and have the food, have the laughs, all of those things. And so I'm doing the family thing on Sunday and Monday, going to a couple of barbecues, cookouts, kickbacks, as they call them in Chicago. And I noticed something at the one that I was in attendance of. They had spaghetti and rigatoni at this particular cookout. And I said, huh, this is strange. And what made it a little more weird was that it was spaghetti and rigatoni with turkey meat sauce. Now, big fella, you know I'm I'm all about the beef. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're you know we're pound for pound the biggest show on ESPN Radio. So I mean, we, we we like the good food, we like the good eats, and sometimes where it's appropriate, we'll be health conscious. But we're not going to be health conscious on Memorial Day weekend when we go out to barbecues and cookouts. That's just not what we're going to do. No. So I'm at this cookout, and I'm shocked. And my, my fiance says, you want me to make you a plate? And I'm saying, of course. And I, and she comes back with both spaghetti and rigatoni on the plate. And I'm scratching my head. I'm saying, well, baby, what is this? Uh, it's, it's spaghetti and rigatoni. What do you mean? I said, well, what kind of sauce is it? It's turkey meat sauce. Now, she knows that I didn't come there for the spaghetti or the rigatoni, and I'm damn sure not about the turkey meat sauce. I'm not about that life. Even when it's not a cookout, even when we're here in New York and she's making dinner, I don't want no damn turkey meat sauce. But here's the kicker, Carlin. Why would you have turkey meat sauce when you're at a cookout and you've got links, you've got brats, you've got Italian sausage, you've got ribs, You've got grilled chicken. Why are you trying to be healthy and you're at a cookout or a barbecue? It makes no damn sense. And then to top it all off, you don't have any macaroni and cheese. You don't have any potato salad. You don't have any coleslaw. I I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish by not having those elements, but yet having spaghetti and rigatoni with turkey meat sauce. I I didn't understand it. I I don't know if it's a Chicago thing, if there are any listeners in sound of my voice right now, please chime in on the on the Kenny and Carlin call in line triple eight say ESPN because I need to know like is this something that's unique to Chicago or am I tripping? Am I wrong? I just I don't get the turkey meat sauce. I don't get having spaghetti. I don't get having rigatoni. It just doesn't make any sense. You're not tripping. This is just wrong. It's wrong on so many levels. Did you have a vegan table for people? I'm guessing no. 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 Were they serving edamame at this thing? No. Were they serving hummus at this? No. No. Why would you serve spaghetti at a cookout? Why would you possibly do that? It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I have to question the decision makers in this room who is who are putting together a cookout and say... Well, what do we need? Well, we obviously need burgers. We need dogs. We need ribs. We need to get some uh, high-quality brats. You're in Chicago, for Pete's sake. Yes. you got to get the best brats that you can. No question. And then somebody says, you know what we need? Turkey meat sauce and some rigatoni. What? Well, honestly. You know, you know what it strikes me as, Carlin? As you're, as you're saying that, you know what it strikes me as? There was somebody that was invited to the cookout 
that said, you know what? I don't want to embarrass myself because I know Big Mom is in the kitchen cooking. They asked me to bring some sides. I'm going to bring something that I make very well. And they decided to bring the rigatoni no, 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 with no. turkey meat Here's sauce. The, what's the spaghetti. problem there? What's the problem there? What's the problem? You're making it about yourself there. Yeah, I'm you're not, not making no. If you're not, not, I'm not saying you. Oh, okay. I'm saying that person. Yes. In that spot is making it about themselves. No doubt about it. No, you it's completely have to selfish. abide by what the conventional rules of a cookout would be. It is not. You know what? I'm absolutely awesome at making baked Alaska. I'm bringing that <laughs> to a cookout. No, 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 no. It's not about you, bro. No, you have to then figure out, all right, what can I do? Banana pudding? That might be an option. Yeah. Maybe you want to think about, I don't know, you know, eh, some sort of a potato salad. Maybe something and, like and, that. And don't be above anything that's store-bought. No. You don't have to be if above anything. That, if you can't make it, don't be above anything that's store-bought. On the east, they got Wegmans. I can go into a Wegmans. I can get... Some gourmet-made stuff. Man, listen, this Chicago, there's a Jewel Oscar on every corner. Bang. Just go to the store. I'm sure they got something that's ready to go because you ain't the only one that's running in there to buy something to eat for your Memorial Day cookout. And, and- I just couldn't understand it, though, Carl. And here's the thing. Before we go too far on a tangent, I don't want to disparage spaghetti or rigatoni. I love spaghetti and rigatoni. They're both outstanding. My favorite food in the world is my mom's spaghetti and meatballs. It's the only thing she could cook, yeah. but it's my favorite thing You're in the world. You're a Jersey guy. Yes. I'm from the Bronx, Co-op City. I mean, we, of course, we have a deep appreciation for Italian foods. We just don't think they belong at a Memorial Day cookout. You describe all of this to me, and you know what I think? What's that? Are we even interested in being a society anymore? Have yeah. we just lost it altogether? That's the tipping point. When we have, I, honestly, maybe COVID did this to us, we're not abiding by any rules of any sort. You, This idea of you just go and do whatever you want, there have to be some guardrails here. And yeah. I am drawing the line right here. Yeah, spaghetti and rigatoni have no place at your Memorial Day cookout. I don't care if you want to call it a cookout or a barbecue. I know that yeah. Herm Edwards has got that thing. If it's a cookout, it's burgers and dogs. If it's a barbecue, you got the grilled chicken, you got the steaks, you got the ribs. I don't have to make that distinction. No. But I think we can both agree, whether it's a cookout or a barbecue, spaghetti, rigatoni, especially with turkey meat sauce, yes. have no place on the menu. They the, just don't. The only time in which any food that is outside the cookout slash barbecue milieu that is allowed mm. is when you have someone that is attending that is a vegan or that is vegetarian. Even then, I question them to begin with. Yes. But you're coming. You're a good person. Okay. You got your own setup over there. Here's your deal. No, you bring your own yes, setup. You, yes. bring, you bring your fun with you yes. if you're a vegan or you have a special dietary We don't need to put mama off don't, don't, on her don't, own to do, you know, do yeah. anything special for you. Yeah, don't impose no. your lifestyle on us. Just because you like to eat a certain way doesn't mean we have to make concessions on what we want on the menu. Last part about it, Carla, and I'm going to let this go. Because my fiance Mel made my plate, I'm starting to question now, does she really, really know me? Yeah. Does she really know me? I was going to ask this I, question. I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, the wedding is less than three months away. It's going to be in her hometown. And I said, you know, if I asked her to make me a plate and she came back and half the plate is spaghetti and rigatoni, I, I just, I don't understand. Now, to her credit, she bought me two plates. But I'll say this. 
if, if she's bringing me as a part of one of the plates, half of it is spaghetti and rigatoni. When I came to a barbecue, when she knew I wanted that extra slab of ribs, when she knew I wanted that extra piece of barbecue grilled chicken, I just, I don't know, man. It feels like there's a little bit of a disconnect there. So I think there are some things that we're going to have to work out. Here's what I'd say to you. Patience is the most important thing in marriage. Yes. So this is a mere bump. So this is patience, this not panic. This is patience, not panic. My friend, this is a pebble in the road. Okay. This is nothing. Yeah. And she brought two plates. Maybe, just maybe, you need to give her the credit of saying, oh, hey, there's something outside of what would normally be here. Let me present as many options to Chris as I can. Or if I really want to go out there and be a conspiracy theorist, she could have been close to whoever brought the spaghetti and the rigatoni and didn't want them to feel bad that she did that they she didn't put it on the plate that also, she was bringing me. Also true. Yeah, because that could have been a thing. See, I stopped really worrying about people's feelings at big meals a long time ago. Oh, yeah, ago. I draw the line with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care what you think about what no. I'm going to eat. I'm no, going to no, take no. what I want. Do you want some beets? No. No, I don't. I don't, I don't get beets. that either. I made them. I don't care. <laughs> Good for you. Does that work when the wifey makes the meal? See, this is the, the premarital advice I need you to give me. This is a problem I don't have. <laughs> she makes the big meal every once in a while, and it's good. But generally, it's make the phone call. Guys, Katie and Carlin on ESPN well, hold Radio. Hold on, we got, a, we got a question. Before we do a reset here, because yes. Sam in the studio brought up a very good question for Kansi. All okay. right, with the rigatoni, how did you dispose of the rigatoni? Did you eat it? Did you fold the plate, then slid it into the trash? No. Like, how did you get rid of the rigatoni, though? That's the question. Well, here's what I did, and I, and, I, and I made a statement because I ate around the spaghetti and the rigatoni until I couldn't anymore, until there was no more food left on either plate. Yeah. Then I took a couple of bites of the spaghetti, one bite of the rigatoni, and I passed her both plates, and I said, I'm full. I've had enough. You know what I would call that? An appropriate protest. Yes. That's yeah. absolutely the way to handle it. Yeah. That, that's professional. Because it showed right her the proper respect for fixing the plates for me, mm-hmm. but it also showed that I had no interest in either the spaghetti or the rigatoni, yes. especially with the turkey meat sauce. And, Carlin, here's the thing. She knows I don't like turkey meat sauce. Wow. She's a big turkey meat sauce person. I'm not. In our household, she makes a small pot of turkey meat sauce for her and a big pot of ground beef meat sauce for me when she does anything with pasta. You know what That's what was? happens. This is absolutely what you pointed out a minute ago. She was near the person who brought it. Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. So let's give Mel the benefit of the doubt. Oh, absolutely. And I think you'll figure out probably the best way to go. In <laughs> probably so. It is Canty and Carlin. This has been Straight Talk, oddly enough. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. My friends, the miracle on ice. Helmet catch, the flu game, Clutch moments like these separate the winners from the losers. So, in a market sometimes down 16%, 50%, 92%, who's pulling off a win? We'll look no further than this exciting market with a global value of $1.7 trillion, and it's only going to get bigger. In fact, experts predict it will grow by another $1 trillion in less than five years. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to be a baller or a team owner to get in on the action. All you need is a smartphone. It's not betting. This is way more impactful. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. They've already got over 400,000 members on their platform, and ESPN listeners just 
get prior just got priority access to skip the wait list. So go to masterworks.com promo code carlin that's masterworks.com promo code carlin masterworks.com promo code c-a-r-l-i-n see important regulation a disclosures at masterworks.io slash cd there's no guarantee of profits and investing includes risk of loss canty and carlin on espn radio my friends let us get into the nba finals Did I miss the cue? I think I did. I think you did. It's okay, though. Yeah. Hey, we, we haven't been in this spot in a while. That's all right. We're good. Okay. So we're, we had the music there, and uh, listen, let's just bounce back from it. Okay. NBA Finals begin. I'm a little rattled. I won't lie. but it, when, As you should be. When it we, was shocking. When we look at this, Chris, I understand how people feel like we got the best matchup. I think that we did. I don't think it's a terribly good matchup overall because I just think the Golden State Warriors, as you have been on really since the very beginning, are on a roll at the moment and positioning themselves very well to win yet another championship. And I can't get too worked up by what we have seen from the Boston Celtics. While I agree with you that they were the better team in terms of talent, overall, this Golden State Warrior team is going to be very easy to root for and is a heavy favorite for a reason in the NBA Finals. Well, Carlin, you said that you don't think this is going to be all that competitive of a series. I'll say this in pushing back on it. We are talking about the team that has the best defensive rating in all of basketball this season going up against a team that led the NBA in scoring. So it's one of those matchups like we see in the NFL in the Super Bowl when you have the number one ranked offense versus the number one ranked defense. And so from that aspect of it, I think it's fascinating when you look at how the Boston Celtics do what they do on the defensive end. They switch everything. That's going to be great going up against a motion offense like the Golden State Warriors, being able to cover all of those shooters with different defenders. And then you have the storylines. You've got Jason Tatum, who's just freshly minted in the new club superstar. And then you got Steph Curry, who's vying to be a top 10 player of all time. And so I think it's going to be a fascinating matchup. I would probably give the edge early on in this series to Golden State, not just because of home court advantage, just because they have more rest and they're the healthier of the two teams. Not to mention, Boston is coming over, coming off a two juggernaut series with the Milwaukee Bucks going seven games and then the Miami Heat going seven games. But I think as this thing unfolds, you're going to see some haymakers thrown back and forth between these two teams. And at the end of it, I think we'll be talking about a really good series between two of the top teams in the NBA. And I'll say this, out of the Eastern Conference playoff field, this was probably the best or the second best at worst team that could have came out of that field in terms of matching up against the Golden State Warriors. I just think it's what's amazing to me is we are with a team here that is very much a dynasty from what we've seen. You've got three in the books already. They're headed for fourth. And normally when you get to this point, they feel like a team, they have reached that team of villain status. This has not reached that level. I can no. very easily see the Boston Celtics in this series being the ones wearing the black hats. Yeah, I can see that too, and I think they'll have to muddy it up. They'll have to make it physical in order to be competitive because from a talent standpoint, I'm not quite sure that they're on par with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, Golden State has got four guys that can drop 30 on any given night. Boston just doesn't tout that. Now, I know that Marcus Smart has been good. Al Horford has been good. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. But 
I think the depth is on the Golden State Warriors' side. And so if you're Boston, you're going to have to make this a fist fight in order to make this a long series. And I think that's the tone that Ime Adoka was trying to set today when he addressed the media. We are, we are getting to so many different aspects of this series, including how Jason Tatum is going to be viewed and whether or not a championship and all of the accolades that come with being the MVP of a final series is really truly all that important for Steph Curry's legacy. It is all coming your way. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. So join us on the CC call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is rigatoni, is spaghetti acceptable at a cookout? We need to know the answer to that. Is it just us? Because we don't think it is. And then also, more than anything else, as we head to the NBA Finals, is this going to be a good series? Or are the Warriors just going to roll over the Celtics? It is all there for you as we just get underway. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. NBA Finals are gearing up to start on Thursday night. They are on ESPN Radio. Tune in. Game one, Warriors-Celtics in San Francisco at the Chase Center. Presented by Indeed, coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. It's Big fella, did you know this? Little nugget. Mm. Every time Kendrick Lamar drops an album, the Golden State Warriors win a championship. Is that true? Every time Kendrick Lamar drops an album, they win a championship. I mean, if you want to go with his first album, Good Kid, Mad City. If you want to go with the second one, the Pippa Butterfly, the Black Panther album. I mean, every time he wins one, they win a championship. He just dropped a new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, earlier this month. So it could mean a little bit of foreshadowing when it comes to who's going to win this NBA Finals. Just putting that out there. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Just putting it out there. Mm hmm. Just put it out there. What, what year did The Humble come out? 2016? Yeah, the damn album, 2017, yeah. wasn't it? 2017? Yeah. Okay. 2016, 2017, something. Yeah. Okay. The Golden State Warriors won a championship that year. So you can basically write it in. Yeah, pretty much. It's done. Yeah. D-O-E-N, done. Or, done. Uh, it's N-E, a wrap. Whatever. It's a wrap. 
can't take it. Kendrick Lamar says so. ESPN Radio. There's some people that want to get at you on the pasta <clears throat> and the cookout situation. All right. Maybe me too. I, listen, I'm on board with you on this. Let's get to a couple of these quickly. Here's Mark in New York up first. Mark, you're on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, so I just want to kind of speak up for the vegans and vegetarians out there. Uh, I don't think you guys have tried much vegan or vegetarian food. I, hear I think a lot you're of right. Stock complaints about it. Uh, so, yeah, I need to know. What have you guys tried? Nothing. 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 Maybe, maybe edamame. I, is that vegan? I actually, that's know. not true. I actually went to a vegan restaurant in New York City called Blossom. Yeah. Went to a vegan restaurant. As you know, it was not motivated by me. I was not the one that was dri- the, the driving force behind going to this place. But I went there. wasn't terrible, but it's not a place that I have to go back to again. Uh, maybe I don't I- remember what I tried. I don't remember what I had. Maybe I've tried. Are Fritos vegan? <laughs> no? Yes? Help me out. Processing, is that vegan? Are gummy bears vegan? Seriously. What's vegan? Gummy bears actually aren't vegan. Gummy bears are Anything vegan. How about that? I, I got a pack of... All right, what, what does it qualify to be vegan? What What is it... What's the deal that, for it's something to be there's vegan? Not, there's no animal products involved. No None whatsoever. Products. Nothing. No, none, none whatsoever, but... I'm going to challenge you on this. This is this is what I thought. Not much experience, but a lot of that stock. No vegetarian, no vegan talk. You know, just wanted to check you on that. Yeah, now, uh, listen, I, just as a quick five-second process through everything I eat, no, there's no chance. But here's the thing. It's time and place, right, Carlin? I, I don't need a Memorial Day cookout or barbecue to be vegan-friendly. Amber Wilson texted me and said, kids... Kids are why you have spaghetti. No. What what kids? When I was a kid, it was hamburgers, hot dogs, and, you know, you had the macaroni and cheese. That was for the kiddos. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, nothing made me happier than to get a a hamburger off the grill, Mm -hmm. put a little American cheese slice on that thing, a little ketchup, and I go to work. Or you get a hot dog or you get an Italian sausage, you split it down the middle, put a little mustard, maybe some sautéed onions. Carlin, you know what it is? What kids is she talking about? That would prefer spaghetti and rigatoni over hamburgers and hot dogs. Well, I listen, I am in a very what delicate kid? state here in my relationship with Amber off all the Miami Heat stuff <laughs> last week. So I would like to point out that all of this is coming from Canty. Yeah, but, from you, but you know I'm a truth teller when it comes to food, Carlin. I'm too passionate to all be disingenuous is, when it comes to food. I, I, when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to get a burger or a dog. Exactly. Couldn't wait. Exactly. Uh, Tommy in Kansas is up next on ESPN Radio. Tommy, pasta to cookout. Yes? No? Hey, man. No. Uh, spaghetti, rigatoni, no way. Acceptable pastas, potato salad, macaroni salad. There's this weird thing that my old mother-in-law made that had ramen noodles, dry noodles with uh, fresh veggies and cottage cheese with seasonings, and that was good. And then hearing about that guy and his vegan, now I just want to make like a bacon cheeseburger stuffed ravioli and just yes. dip it in chili. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds outstanding. That actually. sounds tremendous. That sounds amazing. You ever make yourself the inside out cheeseburger, a.k.a. the Juicy Lucy? No. Oh, ho, ho, ho. no. Oh, so what is this? It, it originated up in Minneapolis. Okay. There's a place called Matt's Place up in Minneapolis. All right. It's amazing. They take two patties. They put cheese and grilled onions in between them, and they cook the patties together. Oh, wow. It is. Oh, wow. Top notch. That sounds phenomenal. It is.
top notch. Mm. It's as good as it gets. Yeah, but Tommy, Tommy in Kansas isn't wrong, though. No, but you yeah. can do that on the grill. Next time, think about that. I'll think about that. Here's Jeff in Tampa up next. Jeff, what's going on? But last one on this, Jeff. Pasta to cookout, <laughs> yes or no? Yes, I'm uh, originally from St. Louis, and you would not be able to go to an African-American cookout without having pasta, uh, I mean, spaghetti at a cookout. You would have, or a fish fry. Interesting. So really? it's it's a cultural th- Interesting, because on the East Coast, that's not how we get down. I've been to plenty of cookouts, whether you want to call it D.C., New York, the Carolinas. I've been to a million cookouts, a million barbecues. Yeah, spaghetti and rigatoni are not things that are on the menu, but that's why I asked the question, Jeff. I didn't know if that was a cultural element in Chicago, if that's a Midwest thing, if that's how they're getting down. But I, I'm just not used to it. It just caught me off guard to have that pasta at the cookout. Like I said, macaroni salad, potato salad, macaroni and cheese. Cool. I would have been on board with any of those. But spaghetti and rigatoni and turkey meat sauce, I'm struggling, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, but see, think about it. There, there's no turkey. There's no turkey. Yeah, exactly, you know, Jeff. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah, what we yeah, draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's, no, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Here's the line. Yeah, and the lines are not hard to draw. Listen, I know we got a lot of NBA Finals stuff to talk about. This is more important at the moment. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I, listen, I got on the plane yesterday, and, yeah. and, and I was baffled. And I tried to talk to my fiancé about it, did not get an explanation that made any sense whatsoever to me. It, it, so I figured I'd bring it to the airwaves and see if you and the listeners could help me make sense of it all. I, I, I've never heard of it. I don't condone it. I think it's just flat out wrong. It is wrong. I'm, uh, it's wrong. It's wrong. It wouldn't make me question anything yet, but... It's wrong, and it's a waste of plate space, Carlin. Yes, it is. That's the thing. When you go to a... Co- that's the other thing, Chris, that's so under the radar, and you just brought it up so brilliantly. When you go to a cookout, those plates are not huge. No. They are not huge. No. You have got to make it work with as little space as possible <laughs> to maximize your intake, and that is just a filler right there. Exactly. That is that is like going to a steak, a, a great steakhouse, and filling up on bread. That's what that's like. It's wrong. It's wrong. And we won't stand for it on Candy and Carlin. Will not. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Yeah, we'll, I guess we'll talk about the NBA Finals. We'll get there. That's coming up. But it will have to do an awful lot with Jason Tatum and what his elevation is right now. Because there are a lot of Miami Heat fans that feel like they just showed you that Jason Tatum is not a top five player in the league. And I understand why they feel that way. But what does a championship do for Jason Tatum, if the Celtics actually could pull this off. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Mm. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Well, it's about that time, and by that, I mean time for some On Thin Ice with Ryan Matlack. 
Mr. Matlack, the floor is yours. Mr. Carlin, I appreciate that so much, and my goodness, do I love being aboard this Rangers bandwagon right now. <laughs> it is. Seeing a team win game sevens, I can't tell you what that does for the old morale. It feels good, though. You can't tell me anything about it, can you? No, not one thing. Just the other side of it, Carlin, as you know. But luckily, we get to focus on the bright side. Another two great series wrapping up since we last talked. The Eastern Conference Finals last night. The Western Conference Finals a few nights ago. I'm so excited for McDavid versus McKinnon. But before we get to that phenomenal World uh, I almost got a World Series. I'm so excited. That phenomenal series out in the West. Shannon Penn needs to tell you about why he knew the Rangers were going to take care of business last night. Shannon, the floor is yours. All right, before we get started, let me just give myself a pat on the back real quick. Uh, 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 there we go. As a Rangers yes. fan, prior to Game 7, I said to one Ryan Matlack last night as we were here in the ESPN radio studios. I said, Ryan, I'm a little worried about Game 7, but Chris Kreider hasn't played well this series. I'm feeling not one, but two goals from Kreider tonight. And what happened? He not only scored one goal, he scored two of them bad boys, just like I predicted, leading my New York Rangers on to the Stanley Cup Eastern Conference Final. I can confirm. Brian Matlack, ESPN. <laughs> seriously, I love though, it. seriously though, like Canty, you must have felt it after those first couple goals last night. Like the Rangers had all the momentum. Obviously, the Carolina Hurricanes going to their third goaltender was not ideal. No, just didn't feel like the Rangers were going to lose that game the way they started. No, they didn't have a chance. And the Rangers going into the third period up 3-0, this was, it felt like they were going to finish the drill. Coming into this series, we thought that they were overwhelmingly the more talented of the two teams. But the Rangers always get to this point and the other shoe drops and they can't find a way to get over the hump. Now, as a result of being able to win a long series with the Carolina Hurricanes, your reward, the Tampa Bay Lightning with Steve Stavkos, Nikita, Nikita Kucherov, and Victor Hedman and all of those guys. So good luck with that. Well, good luck with Vasilevsky. We'll see how all of that turns out. But the fact that the Rangers got to the Eastern Conference Finals, that has to be a huge win for their program because they got a lot of young players, Carlin, and the future is really, really bright for Gallant and his team. Oh, listen, feel great. It's been a great run. Enjoy every single bit of it. Now go home for the summer because, <laughs> as I'm about to say regarding the NBA, the varsity is up. There next. you go. So... I'm sorry. The Rangers' run has been phenomenal, and I don't want to just toss it aside, but I guess the best way to put it is it's over now. (laughs) This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carla at ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options quotes today at progressivecommercial.com chris we talked an awful lot about where jason tatum now stands in the nba and both of us felt like after the first two rounds that he was a top five player i don't 
I don't think that the finals of the Eastern Conference took anything away from it, but I also don't think it helped it. Mm. I, he had he was a little too inconsistent at times. Listen, let's call it what it was. He disappeared a couple of games where they absolutely needed him to show up, and that didn't happen. Now, in the end, he got it done when he needed to, but for me, I would like to have seen him be a little bit more uh, consistent with how he played throughout the course of the series. And so when I talk about Club Superstar, mm. you and I both sat here before the series and said, can he get kicked out of it if they lose? Well, he's not getting kicked out of it, but at the very least, the bouncer's looking around like, I probably better keep an eye on you. (laughs) No, it definitely feels like that with Tatum. And I'm with you. There are times in this series where he was a ghost. And really, when it comes to end of game scenarios, Carlin, that's the part where I'm looking for the superstar to step up the most. Like with Miami, there was no doubt in game seven that Jimmy Butler was going to do whatever it took in order to give his team the best chance to win that game. And him taking that last three-pointer, the last possession that the Heat have, I know a lot of people have a problem with that. It's somehow controversial. But I don't have a problem with that. Especially he's the best player on the court. He's the best player on the court. The Heat are going to go as Jimmy Butler goes. He played all 48 minutes in Game 7. And not to mention, the final two games of that series, the guy combined for 82 points. And there was a I'm massive not momentum shift, by the way, yeah. in those last few minutes where you can understand going They forward. went down by 12 points, Carlin. Yes. So I get why they would go for the jugular in that moment. And quite frankly, I don't know that Jimmy Butler had the legs for overtime anyway. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. But I, I digress. My point was... That's the moment that you want to see Jason Tatum step up because there's no reason for Jason Tatum not to have a field goal attempt inside four and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. There's not. But when you look at the Boston Celtics, not just in that series, not just in these playoffs, but in the entire season, 2021-2022, when you look at the entire season, the Celtics struggle when it comes to close ball games. And one of the things that we watch in close ball games, Carlin, is what your superstar does. I get that Miami was doubling Jason Tatum late. I understand that, Carlin. But in those situations, I ask myself, what would Kobe Bryant do? What would Michael Jordan do? If you're getting double team, triple team, shoot it anyway. Because the team is going to live and die by my performance. And if I am the best player on the court, I'm going to do everything that I can to give my team a chance to win. The fact that Tatum didn't have any field goal attempts inside four and a half minutes is mind-boggling to me. And that's the part that makes it hard for me to trust him as an actual superstar, especially given the track record for the Celtics this year. In close games, which is five minutes or less, and the score being five points or closer, there's only one team that's worse in those scenarios than the Boston Celtics. Only one. So they were 29th out of 30 teams in crunch time games, close games. That's unacceptable if you're a guy that's a top five player in the conversation for being one of the very best players in the world. Here's Jay Williams this morning from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on the Celtics winning a championship and how we will view Jason Tatum at that point. Coming to the playoffs, even though Jason Tatum had taken his team to the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times, it always came up a little bit short. He felt like he was ready to burst through the wall. And I always said that he was kind of like a, that VIP section where you're there and you're among the elites, but then you look up and be like, damn, there's another level to the club? But I think this is the opportunity for us when it's all said and done. If you're looking at who he's gotten through to win it all, if he wins it all, oh, Jason Tatum, his name is one of the top under 25 guys. No, 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 no. You're going to reframe that you're conversation. You're talking about my yeah. name is 
special ed and I'm a super One, duper star. Say, super Tatum, duper star. Jason Tatum in that same category with the likes of a LeBron James, a Stephen Curry, a KD, a Giannis. Now, I'm not saying he's at the same level as they are. Like, he'll still be under those guys, but he will have gone through KD, Kyrie, Giannis. He will have gone through one of the best complete teams in all of basketball and Jimmy Butler. And if you were to go through the dynasty of Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson mm-hmm. with some of the young dudes they have, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about him in a different strategy. So wait, hold it is no, a, you're not talking about him in a different stratosphere. I, I don't even think you have to complicate it, Carlin. If he wins the NBA Finals and gets Finals MVP, Jason Tatum is in the conversation for best player in the world, period. Uh, period. Giannis right now is wearing the crown. Yes. That is what it is. He went through Giannis. Now, I get it. The Bucks didn't have Chris Middleton. But if Jason Tatum finishes the drill against the Golden State Warriors, a dynasty, they've been in the Finals six of the last eight years, you're talking about Tatum potentially wearing the belt as the best player in the world at 24 years old. Put it this way. I'd be very, very excited at the prospect of seeing him and Giannis go back and forth for it over the next several years.